Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Shamelessly Unapologetic with me, your host, Alana Pinsky. Hi, everyone. So this week, I'm going to be doing a solo episode on setting boundaries. I feel like this is a very hot topic right now, and that's sad. (laughs) And this is a topic that I feel like I could honestly go on and on and on about and I'm gonna try to not make this episode very long because I'm telling you I could go on and on about boundary setting all the times where I didn't set boundaries where I did set boundaries and I honestly don't think I have it in me to do that tonight so What I'm going to do with this episode is basically kind of talk about just a couple different ways that you can set boundaries in a couple different settings. We'll talk about it with your partner, with your family, with your friends, and with your job. I think those are going to be the four elements that I'm going to focus on as opposed to me just like talking more about all of my experiences. I mean, I might include one or two experiences in there for like every single element that I'm going to talk about, but I really just like cannot deal with it today. Like my sleep has still been trash. So speaking of that, why don't we just go ahead into life updates with Alana Pinsky. So my sleep is still shitting the bricks and I am still struggling with insomnia I'm not really sure what's going on but I do have a follow-up appointment with my doctor in two weeks so we can look into adjusting medication for that why do I have all of these problems I could not tell you but here I am not going to bed at regular hours and it's awful so That's one update. Still struggling with that. Another update is that I'm going to be traveling next week. So I guess I should make an announcement that I'm not going to be uploading an episode next week. And of course, like I will make um, a post about it like on the podcast Instagram in case forget and you need an update. So yeah, I just don't want to take my mic with me while I travel. I think it's going to be good for me to have a break from recording episodes. I know I took a break a couple weeks ago. I got to take another one. I'm so sorry. And then I'll be back probably with another solo episode and then we should be back with some guest episodes soon. So that's what you can expect for the next week or so with the podcast. And I feel like I'll probably come back to you with lots of updates from my travels. So I hope you can look forward to that. What else is going on with me? Uh, Let's see. I mean, I found out that my job is going to most likely be reassigning me to a new team since one of our products, aka the team that I'm on for this product, is going to be shutting down soon. And uh sort of affects my position but it's not gonna lay me off which is great i'm very thankful that i'm just gonna be reassigned to like a new team to work on which is so rare because usually in this kind of instance i would have been laid off but my company actually doesn't do layoffs they don't like to let people go because it's already competitive and hard to 
even get hired into my company. So yeah, it's a really interesting hot take. So honestly, guys, life hasn't been too exciting for me. I mean, I did do a live stream on YouTube recently where I gave some other updates on there. That was like about a 50 minute stream if you want to go back and watch that. I did like a Portland Q&A video over there. So feel free to watch that on your own time. But anyways, let's go ahead and talk about today's topic, which is setting boundaries. Uh, yeah, setting boundaries. I used to be so bad at setting boundaries. I feel like we've all been there. I think Elsa can agree with me if you can hear her in the background. You know, she's right on schedule where she likes to me out when I am recording an episode. Yeah, I mean, I used to be really bad at setting boundaries. I think in high school and college was probably the two times in my life where I was awful with it. And I was always committing to everything. I didn't know how to say no. And there were times where it led to burnout. And I think another big time in my life is not knowing how to set boundaries with family. I think that's also really challenging because I've grown up with very aggressive parents or an aggressive parent, I should say. A lot of people in my family are pretty aggressive, not just my mom. But it's really hard to say yes or no to a certain situation that comes up in my family. And it can always make me seem like the bad guy. Like I remember, for an example, when my grandfather died, when I was in grad school for Jewish funerals, we do like the viewing before the funeral starts. And for me, I just don't like viewings. I get very uncomfortable with them. Like I don't want to see the body. And I know like why viewings are done. It's to say your final goodbye and pay your respects. But I'm still looking at a dead person and that's that makes me uncomfortable. So I chose to sit away from that and my aunt basically called me an asshole because I tried to set a boundary by saying, hey, I don't want to see my dead grandfather in a box because that makes me uncomfortable. And she could not reason with that. It's just something that I've come to just accept. And I feel like, you know, when I have to deal with that later on in life, I it's, it's going to be a really awkward situation because I don't want to have to put my family through that. But at the same time, I got to do what's best for me and to make sure that it doesn't make me uncomfortable. So yeah, that, that's one example right there where like I set a boundary and I look like the bad guy, right? So setting boundaries, let's talk about them. So I think the biggest thing is that setting boundaries is becoming more and more popular of a topic because I think my generation and the generation below me, Gen Z, are starting to recognize bullshit and we're not going to take bullshit anymore. We're starting to become more aware of our feelings, 
of trauma that we may have experienced. We are basically able to recognize that like mental health is something that we value a ton. And I firmly believe that setting boundaries is something that absolutely is tied to mental health. And it's okay to say no to certain things. I think setting boundaries as a popular topic that I've been hearing a lot is what's going on in the workspace, right? So why don't we just start off with that? So work. I feel like it can be very hard to set boundaries in the workplace. There are lots of jobs, especially startups, that do not value work-life balance. They may require you to work at least 50 hours a week, which can be too much for some people. And that's why I like to tell people, you know, startups are not for the faint of heart. I worked at four, and let me tell you, I will never ever fucking go back. Make sure you listen to that episode that I recorded a long time ago, because my point still stands with that. And your boundaries will most definitely not be respected if you choose to work at a startup. Like basically me setting a boundary at my last startup job is what pretty much got me fired and that was bullshit. So setting boundaries at work can be very scary because if you set a boundary at work, you're probably scared that you're going to get fired or you're going to get in trouble because you said no to something. For an instance, if you are going on vacation, what you need to do first thing is set your vacation reminder saying that you're going to be out of office during this amount of time and you will respond to all emails when you come back and if there is an emergency, this is the person that you need to contact. So that is how you do that, right? So that's the first thing. The second thing is you delete your work email app, you delete Slack or Microsoft Teams or whatever like communication platform that you use to communicate with your coworkers. That is so important. And that is something that I would like to start doing because I never did that for the longest time. And while I am traveling next week, um, I'm still planning on working um, for three out of the five days that I will be there because my job is remote and I don't want to use most of my PTO because where I'm going personally doesn't really require PTO. Like it's not deserving of my PTO time. Like if I'm going to use my PTO, it's because I'm going to Australia, New Zealand. Like <laughs> that's what my PTO is going to go for, right? So anyway, I'm, I'm getting off topic here, but Deleting any kind of app that you use related to your job because if you don't delete it off your phone, you're going to be stuck checking it and you're going to get in the habit of it and it's just going to be unhealthy. And this can even apply to like after your work hours too, like delete Slack or mute it or find some way to block it. I don't like I remember there was this app on um, MacBooks that you could download onto your desktop computer called Self Control. And I think it only worked for the internet browser. So you could like block a website for a certain amount of time and you wouldn't be able to use it. And I thought that was a really great way to be able to focus and not find myself like browsing the internet, like going on Facebook 
when I needed to be studying or doing homework, right? So if there's something like that out there for specific apps, you could you could look into that if you feel like you can't delete the apps off your phone. I mean, I know for me, like I need the apps on my phone, but if I'm gonna go on a serious vacation, then I can delete those apps temporarily. And I think that can be very healthy for you to set a boundary, realizing like my time off or me being off the clock means me being off the clock or me being out of office. Fuck off and leave me alone, right? <laughs> That's how it should be. So make sure that you tell people in some polite way that their urgency is not your emergency. It's a good life motto. And I think another thing that's really important when it comes to your job, especially if you're interviewing for a new position, I really hope you guys are asking about work-life balance. If a company says to you, we expect our employees to work 50 to 60 hours a week, or we expect you to sometimes take calls at night, you know whether or not that's going to be okay with you. I know for me, that's absolutely not going to be okay with me. I had to deal with that at a lot of startups. Like I was constantly getting Slack messages left and right at like eight or nine at night. And I felt obligated to reply back because if I didn't, then I would get in trouble. And I think one thing that I've been seeing a lot lately is something called quiet quitting. And I personally think quiet quitting is like a myth. It doesn't really exist. And the reason I say that is because this is you doing the bare fucking minimum of your job. You go to work, you do your job, and you clock out once your hours are up. People call that quiet quitting. And I think it was originally supposed to be defined as those who are lazy and they're not working hard enough, when in reality... You go to your job, you do your job because you're paid to do that and most people do not want to be working out of their normal office hours. They have a life, they want to go home. Like quiet quitting, it's not a thing. It's basically you doing the bare fucking minimum of going to your job and then clocking out (laughs) and enjoying the rest of your night. So that was something that really had been catching my eye lately and so I just felt like the need to bring it up and then I'm trying to think what are some other ways that you can set boundaries at work I mean sometimes you have to be firm you can say like hey I understand that there's a deadline here but I do have to prioritize this other assignment at this time let's talk about a time where both this works for the both of us something like that like there's this um, girl on TikTok that I follow. Her name is Lo Whaley and her, well, her real name is Laura, but that's her username. And so she does a lot of like skits with her work bestie on professional ways to say different things. And her work bestie always comes back with like such great responses to handle like these tough situations when you're trying to set boundaries at work without trying to sound like a rude and unprofessional person. There's another gal on TikTok, I believe her name is Sari's Threads, and she basically does a lot of skits where she is this bubbly employee who cares a lot about mental health and boundaries, and she has like this toxic boss who doesn't understand boundaries whatsoever, and the skits are so funny, and they're a little bit out there, but 
there are situations where stuff like this does happen in the real world and I feel like you can really learn a lot from like those TikToks. They're really funny and I think it's worth checking out so check out Lo Wally or Sari's threads. I'll try to link them in my uh, description of this episode if hopefully if I remember. So I'm, I'm gonna shift to a different part. I feel like I sort of talked a little bit about boundary setting with family when I talked about the whole funeral thing but I think a really important thing when it comes to setting boundaries is that if you have a family that's very difficult to communicate with, I mean, I have a couple family members that are very difficult to communicate with, my mom being the main person. Every time I set a boundary, my mom will basically tell me that I'm being very disrespectful. And I say, no, this is me setting a boundary. So when I go home to visit my parents, I obviously sleep in my childhood bedroom because that is basically like the space that is designated for me when I visit. I will close my door and I will lock my door because I value my privacy. And when I am in my room with the door closed and the door locked, that means I want to be left alone. And my mom does not understand this. She always feels the need to ask me something or make me do some sort of irrelevant chore in the house that I shouldn't have to be doing. She just constantly bothers me. It's like, if you need me, please call me or just text me. There's no need for you to come into my room and ask me a question when you can literally just text me. Like, please just leave me alone. Because she'll just try to, like, walk in and barge. Like, she doesn't even knock. I've asked her to knock, and she doesn't do it. So she'll just try to open the door, and she'll be like, unlock the door. And I'll be like, no, like, leave me alone. Like, I... I want to be left alone and it's it's definitely frustrating when she doesn't respect that. So I think it's important to set those expectations and sometimes we have to make hard decisions where if boundaries aren't going to be respected by our family members then like if we're visiting them and they're still not respecting us then maybe it's time that we don't stay there anymore because If it comes down to boundaries just not being respected and you're going to be unhappy and that person in your family is going to make your life a living hell, then it's probably best in the long run that you avoid that situation. I think another thing when it comes to setting boundaries is let's say you have a parent that calls you five times a day to check up on you. I think it's important to tell your parent, say, hey, you cannot call me five times a day. It is disruptive to my schedule. I have other things to do. If you need to call me once a day, I need you to find a consistent time to call me. And if I cannot be available during that time, I can let you know. But calling me five times a day is not acceptable. Like that's an example. And if it gets to that point where they're not respecting that, then, you know, you have the choice to ignore that call. And you said, listen, I told you what my boundaries were and you didn't respect it. So therefore, I'm not going to attend to this anymore. And if that makes you disrespectful in air quotes, then be disrespectful. Honestly, there are worse things in life than choosing to 
ignore a family member who doesn't respect you and your time. So that's what I can say about family. When it comes to friends, my friends are the one group that I don't have to set boundaries with the most because my friends just get me. I think the biggest boundary that I do set with my friends, especially the ones in Portland, is that I have to dedicate half my time on Sundays to my YouTube channel because Sundays are video editing days for me. So if a friend wants to hang out with me on a Sunday, I say, I can hang out with you up to a certain amount of time, but at this time, I do have to say goodbye and I do have to go and work on my video because that is basically a part-time job for me. I mean, YouTube is a part-time job for me. I do make money from it and it does take up a lot of my time. So I have to make sure that I am finding balance between my social life and between my content creation and between my me time. I'm juggling all of those things at once and it's really important that I find ways to set those boundaries with my friends. So if you have certain obligations during certain days of the week, I think it's important that you tell your friends that um, these are not the best times to contact me. Please contact me at these times or else it's going to have to wait until I'm available. I think another way to set a healthy boundary with your friends is to talk about communication expectations and this can also go into romantic partners. I think communication expectations are really important to set. I think a good boundary to set with communication is talking about what your preferred method of contact is like if someone says like I do not like text messaging please don't text me if you need something I only want phone calls that is a boundary they're setting so respect it and call them right so that's something that you can do um also just setting the expectation of the importance of responding in a timely manner and letting friends know that if you aren't going to communicate with me after I've reached out to you and you're going to take three business days to get back to me, that's not going to work in this friendship. I need friends and partners who are going to be available to me and are going to attend to my needs, just like how I attend to your needs. But it hurts me when you don't reply back to me in a timely manner. And I recently had to go through this experience with a friend of mine who I hadn't spoken to in a really long time and we recently made up and I'm so happy we made up because I deeply missed this person and it was kind of destroying me that I hadn't seen them in a really long time. So I'm excited that we've made up and I've set boundaries with them and I'm starting to see improvement and that's something that makes me really happy so communication is it's it's really necessary if a friend or even just a partner says to you i want to do something and it's something that you're not comfortable doing you got to say no i know it can be really easy to focus on well what if it hurts their feelings 
I mean, it's it's important that you take care of yourself and that you prioritize yourself and your feelings as well and say, listen, something like this makes me really uncomfortable and I don't want to do this. Like we can take sex, for example, if we're going to talk about partners because I just feel like friends and partners, I feel like we can tie them in together. Like if your partner wants to do something that you are not ready to do, that is where you need to set that boundary and say, this is something that I do not want to do. I'm not comfortable with it. Or I don't want to do this kind of thing until XYZ happens. Like I know there are certain kinds of sexual activity that I do not want to do unless if I was in an absolute serious relationship with someone. And that's just the truth. And so that's a boundary that I would set, right? So I think that's something that you can set too. But I want you to know that saying no can be very, very liberating. And it takes time to say no. It takes time to set boundaries. Like it's definitely easier said than done, right? And that's why I believe in maybe practicing out what you're going to say to somebody like writing it out or thinking out loud like talking to yourself like I do this all the time where I'll have conversations with myself and I'll say what I want to say to somebody especially if I'm going to set a boundary or have a serious conversation with someone I plan those thoughts and conversations in my head so I know how to communicate those thoughts appropriately and confidently so If you feel like a lack of confidence is something that's holding you back from setting a boundary, I want you to write it down and I want you to practice it because the more you practice it, the easier it will be for you and it will help you build up that confidence. It will be easier for you to say no, hopefully, fingers crossed. I mean, I can't guarantee you that this will work for you because just because it's worked for me doesn't mean it'll work for you. But it did help me, so I do hope that it helps you too. And with that, I am going to basically end this episode here. I Like I said, I wanted to keep it short and sweet. I just feel like I could really go on serious tangents with this topic. But I just feel like boundary setting has just been so common to talk about lately that I wanted to bring it up and give my hot take on it I could have gone way more into depth about this but trust me we'd be here all night long and I'm not about that so I hope you enjoyed this super short episode by yours truly if you did like this episode or if you're enjoying this podcast do make sure you review us on Apple Podcasts, and I believe you can now review and rate on Spotify which is really great so feel free to do that it would mean a lot and if there's ever um, something you want to share with me maybe you want it to be read on the podcast one day make sure you email the podcast at shamelessly unapologetic podcast at gmail.com and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at shamelessly unapologetic and with that I will see you in two weeks with a brand new episode Bye.